What's up, everyone? If you want to make more money betting and get a free 20 bucks, it's easy. Just go to betteredge.com, sign up using promo code SBD. That's it. So that's betteredge.com, B E T T O R, like sports, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD for sports betting daily, and they'll give you a free 20 bucks. You can see how you like betting VIG free. Get rid of the minus 110, get rid of the risk. You know, start making some more money. Start making money every month. Right? Wouldn't you like to start stop losing money and at least start start breaking even? Because when you bet big free, that's the worst case scenario you can expect long term is to break even. This is not too good to be true. I promise. This is legit. It, there's no catches. That's betteredge.com. Promo code SBD. Get a free 20 bucks and start betting big free today. All right. What's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Thursday? Let's get to it. On today's show, we're going to preview tonight's game, Utah and Florida. The Florida uh, Florida Gators going on the road to the Utah Utes. One of the first really big games this college football season. So let's get into it. My thoughts. I do not necessarily have a pick because there's so many things going on, but I'll give you a strong lean and my thoughts on this game. I'm sure a lot of you are going to be watching this, so we'll give you a nice place to, uh, to start your handicap if you plan on betting on this game. So let's start off with my power rankings before any of these changes, right? Before quarterback Cam Rising was likely to not play, before uh, their best offensive player, Brent Keithy, was also you know likely to not play, I had Utah right around 10th in the country. I think they were, they may have been 10th or 11th. But after all the changes, after all the downgrades, Utah slides all the way back to 26th. Now, despite that, I still have Utah about three points better than Florida. I've got Florida around 32nd overall in the country. So think about that, right? If you just talk about power ratings, how much do we think Utah's home field is? Phil Steele has it at five and a half points. I think that may be overdoing it a little bit, but I think the average home field advantage you're going to get for Utah is right around four points. So let's just walk through this quickly. I have Utah three points better, even with all the changes. They're at home. I have a hard time saying four and a half is a very accurate number here. Now, Again, so many unknowns. I'm not going to give it out for the show, but I do lean, strongly lean to Utah four and a half, and I think it's still not a bad price despite what's going on within the locker room. I mentioned Cam Rising, Brant Keithy. Those are the two best offensive players, so I certainly get the downgrade. But if you look at Utah as a team, I think they're going to be fine. They've got Jaquin and Johnson back, Michael Bernard back, both at running back. Their top two receivers return. So it just comes down to, in my opinion, coaching. Can you have them ready this first week playing shorthanded? And I think the answer is absolutely yes. When you get... A Kyle Whittingham coach team against a Billy Napier coach team, which we'll get to Napier in a second, but I like the coaching matchup here for Utah as well. Utah returns 16 overall players, including the two we talked about, so definitely a lot back. And uh, overall, I think that Utah offense and defense, they're going to look similar to how they did last year, defense especially. Defense have got nine starters back on a defense that finished 11th in efficiency in the country last year. Right? Utah, uh, just to repeat that, Utah finished 11th in the country in efficiency. You know, most public rankings, including Phil Steele, had this defense as an overall top 10 unit. Remember, they allowed 20 points or less in nine games last year. They gave up 29 to Florida on the road in that week one game, but that but they led in that game 19-14 in the fourth quarter. So you got to ask yourself, I mean, when it all comes down to, you know, everything that we know, is it fair for Florida to be getting four and a half points in this situation? That's why I'm leaning with, with Utah. Florida, let's get to the Gators. They're bringing back 11 Six offense, five defensive starters, and they get Graham Mertz. You know, Graham Mertz, a longtime quarterback at uh, Wisconsin. They've got talent on paper, like always, including Trevor Etienne, right? And wide receiver Ricky Purcell, the transfer from ASU. But can they and Billy Napier finally break through? Here's my thing with Florida and Billy Napier. I think a lot of people are 
if you're a Billy Napier fan, I think you're probably too optimistic. And if you're a Billy Napier hater, I think you're probably too aggressive. I think it's somewhere right in the middle. But I do have question marks overall. Let, let, let's put it this way. Last year, when Anthony Richardson looked very pedestrian, week in and week out for Florida, he looked like an average quarterback. Then the season ends, and every single NFL scout seemingly in the country is like, oh yeah, it's a top, uh, a top 15 you know, first-round pick. It's like, wait, hold on. Anthony Richardson's a first-round pick? because he didn't look like, look like that last year. So you start saying, okay, who's wrong? Every single NFL scout? or Well, not wrong, but who do we blame, right? Is it every single NFL scout that's getting this wrong? Or was it Billy Napier who didn't adjust and use an NFL-style quarterback to his advantage, right? I'm leaning towards the second, and I have major question marks on what Billy, Billy Napier can do. I think he enters this season, frankly, on the hot seat. So I'm giving you know Florida a, a, a chance this game, obviously. It's not going to be open and shut. I think they should be much better this season. But I don't think this game, in this situation, on the road against a really good Utah team, is the best spot for Florida early in the season. Florida last year, the Gators' overall FEI rankings came in 29th overall. That's not too bad. But their offensive line ranked 74th in opportunity rate. By the way, opportunity rate is the percentage of carries when four yards are available that the line gains at least four yards, i.e. the percentage of carries which the line does its job. So they were uh, 74th in that. They were uh, 44th in sack rate. Not very good numbers. Meanwhile, Utah's defensive line ranked 13th and 9th in those same categories. And they've got a huge chunk of that D-line back. So I think Florida is just going to be pressured all night long. They're not going to be comfortable because the Gators want to establish the run. Right, Florida has success when they can run the football and build off of that. As a matter of fact, last year, they ranked sixth in the country in power success rate. So Florida has the ability to be bullies at the line of scrimmage, but this is a horrible matchup for that because Utah's D-line, again, last year ranked 13th in the nation in power success rate. So that negates a lot of what Florida wants to do, especially on the road. So a lot of things that the Gators usually have an advantage over their opponents when they win is gone, in my opinion, in this game, in this matchup. So I think overall, too much will be made of Graham Mertz in a hostile environment. And Mertz could result or resort to making those mistakes that he has in the past. When I looked at some split stats and looked at Graham Mertz in his career against AP top 25 teams, his numbers really, really drop off. See, this is important to me. That's why Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame, it was like, you know what? I think people are overreacting on how, what he's going to do, but he's a really good quarterback. Sam Hartman against top 25 teams is right on par, if not better, than the average opponent. That's exactly what you want to see. And it's just not the same thing with Graham Mertz here. Graham Mertz, in his career at Wisconsin, he has 38 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. Now remember, we're talking Graham Mertz at Florida who transferred from Wisconsin, but in his career, 38 touchdowns, 26 interceptions, not too bad. But when you look at AP top 25 teams, five touchdowns, 12 interceptions. This is not a great scenario for Florida overall, right? Offense, defense, they, I don't see a lot where they're going to have a huge advantage here. So overall, I think Utah minus four and a half is a good price. And and I'm kind of talking myself into this as we do the show. But again, there's so much work that needs to be done. I think this line will move today. So we're going to do a strong lean. We're not going to count it as part of the show picks. We'll do a strong lean with uh, Utah minus four and a half. As I said, if you want to listen to our breakdown of this game and other big games this weekend, check out College Football Tailgate. That's a podcast I'm on. Uh, we, we break down all the big games of college football on the weekend, and I'm going to get picks out on that show that I don't give on here. So for more breakdown on this game, for other picks, go to College Football Tailgate. But uh, that does it for today's show. So appreciate you listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight, including this game. College football is finally back, and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.